And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. You are the power, and you do not need anybody's permission. He's the only guy that ever crawled out of a grave where people didn't go, oh, ah! Don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of the Truth Radio Show. OutofLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, our featured guest is going to relay messages from angelic beings and beings from alternative dimensions. So I have to tell you, I think that's pretty awesome. Going to do some divine healing on that as well, which is uh, pretty cool. Before we begin, I just want to say that I have gotten such a clear idea of the type of person who listens to our show much more lately than ever before. And I would say that if you're listening to the show, there's a high probability you are a fringe dweller. Uh, Stuart Wilde would call a fringe dweller. There are people who are operating outside of the norm. They never feel like they truly belong here. Some of you who are listening may be considered to be starseeds. But either way, you are on the journey. And you've probably been on the journey for a lot longer than you even realize. But I think that people who also listen to this show are not easily dissuaded or not, quite frankly, impressed with a lot of the New Age movement uh, used car salesman pitch that they try to get people and impress you. Oh, do you know that you are not a human being? You are a spirit having a human experience. And we're like, yeah, no shit. We know that already. We've known that for a long time. And then they go on because they're on that New Age movement kick. Oh, are you aware that you should think positive? Positive thoughts. Don't be angry. Think positive. No. No. We don't have to think positive all the time. We'll think positive when we want to. And it's okay for us to be angry because being angry and being sad and experiencing the whole wide range of emotions is all part of the human experience. And sometimes anger and sadness and things that are not are good for evolution. But the New Age movement wouldn't want you to do that. And then they'll also push that thing upon you. And they'll say, oh, don't worry. It's karma. It's karma. Maybe this happened in this time. And this. All right, as far as karma goes, I don't know. There are a lot of people. If karma truly worked, then wouldn't we see all these warmongering pigs, like be at the Nuremberg trial by now? Wouldn't all these people that started the wars, wouldn't they be in prison somewhere? They're not. So where is that karma? And what about the people who orchestrated the 2008 financial crisis? Do we see any of those people go to jail? No. So I don't know if the laws of karma are quite frankly working. But uh, yeah, the type of person who listens to the show, you, beloved uh, listener, I believe that you are on the advanced path and you're not just the typical person. You are here to be a warrior. And if you're not here to be a warrior, at least uh, you know we're having a good time together. So let's begin tonight's show. Joining us now is Dr. Christopher Macklin. He is a powerful channeling medium and a healer. He's also psychic. He's got divine healing techniques, which apparently work a hell of a lot better than your over-the-counter medicine. So we're all excited about that. So divine healing techniques, pretty awesome. 
Christopher is also able to heal people simultaneously while rebalancing their body's energy field. My goodness gracious, when I think about what I've done with my life and I think about our featured guest, this gentleman, way ahead of the curve. Dr. Macklin, welcome to the show. How are you? Yay, thanks for having me, Ryan. Bless your heart. It's you... wonderful to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, as far as you channeling, you're channeling medium, what, do you channel certain beings or do you... Do you kind of communicate, facilitate communications with those of people who are no longer here? Uh, mainly, well, all the time I channel, well, I work with them because they're beings. It's, it's, it, they, they're present all the time in my life. So talking to them, um, also have the ability to remote view into people's bodies, have a look at what's going on. Um, there's various things, you know, they're, they're very useful because they can perform psychic surgery, of course, because they're from the ultimate dimension. When you get your body's vibration up, uh, they can walk in your body because it's the same vibration and therefore uh, do, you know, repair things and do things that uh, will help, uh, you know, um, uh, create complete healing. So it's psychic surgery, basically. So when you do psychic surgery, is that in any way, shape or form harmful to the person's evolution? Like if a person specifically has an ailment? And they came here to experience that. They came here to experience a handicap. And then the, the, the beings you work with heal that. Does that kind of shortchange their evolution in any capacity? Well, people always have to be ready for it, uh, for psychics or, or, you know, to heal. And, you know, uh, a lot of things are caused by emotion. Like you say, people are on a path of maybe they're going to get cancer because it will change their life in some way. And I think, uh, you know, there, there is big life-changing things. And, but I think also, uh, if you're creating a solution to it, uh, it gives people more faith. You know, sometimes, well, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. And as soon as, as soon as that, as soon as that um, condition has disappeared, of course, they've got massive faith in the God realm, man. You know, and uh, so it really helps them. Um, I've, I've seen it many times. You know, because well, yeah, it might work. I'll give it a go. Okay, well, you know, let's do it. So. Things start improving, but it'll improve the rate that their faith, because of course they can't interfere. They don't want to interfere with natural evolution, but if they can accelerate someone's faith by showing that oh that thing's gone and it was Mikilzet beings or God beings, therefore um, God's really helped me. So um, so they don't interfere with per se um, the lessons. They just help along the way to maybe accelerate the faith in God and evolution of their spiritual ability. When you talk about these beings, are they closely aligned to human nature and human consciousness? Would you consider these beings to be former humans that have been in the spiritual realm that still know where they come from? Or are these beings that have never been human, that are multidimensional, that maybe don't even have an idea per se as to what it means to be human? Like I'm just curious where their point of reference <laughs> and consciousness is. That's an interesting question. Actually, uh, the Mechuzbet beings are from the ultimate dimension. They do a lot of work with the prime creator. They work with the Actorians. Have they all, do they all know what it's like to be human? Absolutely not. And I think, you know, the human experience is when your soul from that um, dimension comes down here and it's incarnated in a body. I mean, to get a Mechuzbet being here, it takes 84% Mechuzbet DNA. But, of course, you've got to have human DNA to operate here. So... Uh, for example, my soul's been back many times over the last, well, heavens knows how many years, but certainly the last 4,000 years, it's been several times. Because, you know, the last 4,000 years has been 
an evolution that has been so profound and it's almost like you have to keep coming back to experience it again maybe every uh, 500 or it's really crucial uh, 800 years oh yeah because you know because it's changing that quickly uh, if you didn't you know if you came back 4000 years ago and then you come back now of course everything's completely different so we've been coming back many times a lot of star seeds have and i think it's because they're training for right now which is probably the one of the most critical times on this planet that there's ever been actually i don't understand what, what we're what we're training for and i because you know i did something uh, i guess yesterday i wrote uh, a note to god and i said you are such a stupid jerk you are such a little pansy and i'm, I'm serious I, i'm saying this because i'm very frustrated i'm saying are you is this how everything is going to end are we going to allow like Bill Gates and these technocrats to just what chip every all humanity to suppress humanity to bring us into the dark ages and this is it? I mean, are we are we really going to have this? Are, are you really going to going to sit and not allow freedom to do this? And I was pretty um, upset about this because I know everyone's like, oh, you know, God's wonderful, God's great. But I'm like, you know, what? I think God needs a, a nice little kick in the ass, like all of us do once in a while, to kind of get us back into reality. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know. I'm a projection of God, and I think that I was created by God to give God, a, a, you know, a nice reminder that He's not he or she or whatever the being is is not so great. So, when you talk to these beings, where do they and uh, where do they see the trajectory of humanity? I mean, I, I know I don't know about these other beings on Earth, but humanity just—I'm just so concerned because I feel like so many people are just allowing themselves to, to become part of this collective uh, mud puddle. So. Is there something different on there? Because one of our beloved listeners, Melissa Rickers, said that I have got to be hopeful, so I'm asking if there's any hope in the situation right now. Well, it's not just hope. We can create that reality. I mean, you've got to remember, this is... Remember this. This was created as a classroom. Okay, so it's gone really south, but it's created as a classroom. Even the prime creator cannot interject because there's free will down here. So how do you get over that? How do you do it? Well, what you do is you birth... Starseeds, you birth the kills that beings, you birth various beings, and it's our job to actually uh, have this strength so you can actually pull from the ethers and give permission. Okay, guys, we need some help down here, and that's what we're doing. Because the prime creator, even because that beings, if there's no starseeds, they cannot intervene. They can, they they can watch and you know try and help, but. They can't intervene. That's the rules of this third-dimensional world um, of this universe. You know, that, that's why it's created. It's a classroom. The sad thing is it's gone terribly south, of course, you know, and I, I understand your frustration. You know, I feel saddened by it. I don't, you know, the fact that people can uh, be mind-controlled so easily that you've got to be kidding. But um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and that is that there's been so many uh, Stasis that are incarnated, Palladians, Actorians, uh, Mechuzbet beings, Lumerians, they're all helping and they're all sowing the seeds on this planet and they're all pulling help from the ethers, you know, from the God realm, where, wherever it is, down here so that you can actually do some stuff. And that's, you know, the whole purpose of, of the plan. I don't know. I Maybe they are, but I don't think that they're doing it uh, enough, uh, nearly enough. I mean, I wouldn't even say there's even a remote uh, resistance. I mean, there's some people in alternative media they're fighting, you're fighting, I'm trying to do whatever I can. I know people listen to the show, they're out there fighting, but I don't see a cohesive you know, resistance doing this. And if they're pulling, well, I would say, you know, you got to go overdrive on this one because I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it matters how many well, you know, Arcturians or Pleiadians are on this planet because 
like I know the media controls perception, but when a vast majority are doing things and they're accepting this idea that they're going to put a diaper on their face for the rest of their lives and they're terrified of a virus and they're social distancing and they're doing all these things that once they become acquired behaviors, I don't think they're going to change. I, I, where's, I, I'm trying to find the hope. And I know I'm desperately trying to find the hope. Where is it? Where's the spark that's going to turn this around? Or can this turn around? Or can the Plodeans and other beings have a place? Will a new Atlantis rise in the middle of the ocean that we can all go to and the rest of the world can have their tyranny? <laughs> yeah. Actually, there is hope. And, and it's not just hope. It's going to happen. There is a divine alignment plan. Uh, we're on the timeline. Of course, there's got to be exposure and blah, blah, blah. And people get all fed up. Well, when's it going to happen? Uh, when's this going to turn around? And the answer is it'll turn around exactly at the right time. You can't do it too quick. You can't do it too slow. Certain elements have to happen first. But, you know, even from our perspective, uh, we're going to create pyramids, yeah, huge pyramids, 333 feet tall, 666 feet tall, 999 feet tall that are going to be put down here to bring that energy and power up this planet which will shift the whole vibration that's one of the projects we're doing and it's huge you know it's it's 20,000 acres all that sort of thing people say oh yeah well whatever you know that's one of the biggest uh spiritual things that we've ever done i mean palladians put the giza pyramids down uh 17 and a half thousand years ago uh they worked then do they work now no why is that? Because they're off the grid, the ley lines. They're not on the ley lines. The ley lines shift all the time. And when they shift, you have to move the pyramids around. So uh, these things will be put down here, um, and they're going to really, really power things up. So what does that mean? Well, if you don't redeem yourself, if you are a Bill Gates, and it's all about the money and greed and satanic rituals and everything else, then I don't know what to tell you. It's going to blow you up, you know, in terms of, it, it'll the energy will be too powerful. They can't live in that high vibration. So it's going to it's gonna really help power up the planet. Things are going to change. I can't go too far with it. Because Please don't course. hesitate to go. Go as far as yeah. you want. There is no limits well, whatsoever. I'm I'm trying to find well, out. Like, well, the energy is shifting in some respects, but I think it's getting dark. I mean, you know, I've heard people say, "Oh, well, yeah, over fifty percent of people are awakened." You've got to be kidding. Nowhere near that. It's probably just <laughs> over two percent at the moment got to be kidding you know and and it's true you know there's, there's not people away there's people starting to question and that's a great thing so uh, again you've got to move forward with that you know uh, look at always look at the positivities people are asking questions now they're not listening to all this media blah 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 they're not listening to any blah 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 they're sick of it you know and they're sick of false promises so but in addition to that i think this allows us to really surrender you know because if you get involved with that matrix, it's going to drag you down. Because, well, you know, I thought something was going to happen next Sunday at, you know, 20 past four, and it didn't happen. And, you know, if you just surrender to it and hold the space for it, if we all did that, the collective consciousness really helps. But I think, you know, the, the beings that are here are really making a huge difference. On, uh, on Saturday, 3 p.m. Central Time, we did a ceremony. What was that ceremony about? Well, uh, basically, we were bringing all the factions, like uh, all the, the news thing, all the um, you know deep state things, governmental things, anyone who knowingly is um, manipulating before God for justice, and that was a huge, powerful ceremony. We had a lot of people on it, 
And we were all, you know, saying it, bring them before God and release them to God with unconditional love and forgiveness. That's the best way because then what you're doing is you're not judging them. Do what you like, but not on our watch. You know, go and take your, take your nonsense somewhere else. Same with the children, you know. Children being manipulated and satanically abused every single day by these sort of people and in Luciferian rituals. That's not okay. Right, bring them all before God for justice. And we did this ceremony. It took us about an hour and a half, two hours, and people were just blown away by it. We've done it, and we've uh, reinstated it every day for the next 120 days. And things like that really, really make a difference. Okay. For our show, I'd say that we... It's a good portion of our audience. Uh, I call them warriors because they're well beyond the the, the, the concepts of soul and body. Like they they're done. They're way beyond that. They're they're ready to stand here and they're ready to, to engage and fight. So, what are some of the uh, ways that people listening right now can increase their skill set and ability to, to stand with the light? to push back against the darkness. What can people do on the metaphysical or the physical plane to make a difference? Well, I think, first of all, you've got to get out of this matrix because this matrix will drag you down. It gets you angry, it triggers you and everything else. And I think also you've got to do meditations. You know, we have uh, guided meditations which help you release lots of emotion. And not just like layers. I'm talking about the biggest layers that really trigger you. Let's get rid of them. And, and then you become, you stand up as a warrior and you stand in that light and that light's going to make a huge difference. People say, oh yeah, what difference is my light going to make? If you change the planet by that bit of light, it's making a difference. And that's the thing you have to look at. Um, and so uh, doing spiritual practices, look at some things, look at your passion. You know, people go to work, oh, God, I've got to earn a paycheck, get all depressed, come home, there's nothing left just paid the bills, there's hardly any money for food because food's rocketed up. So let's look at what's your passion. You know, everyone's got a passion. Everyone's got a God gift. It's just very often uh, people don't find it. And it's sad because the God gift is something you can just do and you don't even have to think about it. It just happens. And so if everyone could find that, you know, and then if you step out in that gift, you always get blessed by it. Once you do that God gift, there's always enough money for everything you won't be a billionaire you won't be a millionaire probably but you'll always have enough money to survive and every, you know once you pursue that gift and it gives you that passion that reason to get up in the morning and you know help people do things for people you know and that's uh, that's one of the biggest ways i think that uh, we're going to shift this planet service to people not service to self hey mike daily battles I, I don't know what it is i think i have something in me that's it's, it's like this anger and it's not towards regular people but it's just a reaction to what's happening i feel like the, it's like the fighting spirit it's always there and it's getting more and more like you know rowdy and it's like ready to engage and i just wonder if you have that in you is that is there any indications that you are currently aligned with certain particular types of beings or there certain types of uh, beings that are on this planet that exemplify certain qualities and characteristics. I mean, or it could be the fact that when I was a kid, I, you know, somebody took a, a bag of Cheetos away from me, and I'm still upset about that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's nothing about divine. Well, it's you're it. mad about the Cheetos. <laughs> I don't know. At least they could have given you one Cheeto. I know they, they took they took all of them, which is why I have to eat all the Cheetos. 
which is why when I step on the scale, the scale's like, oh, I need a chiropractor. <laughs> well, I think, I think to be honest, you know, anger, if you turn it into righteous anger, now, you know, anger can, you know, some anger can be completely out of control. Then you're no good to anybody. You're just out of control. You're screaming, shouting. But if you get this inner strength, righteous anger, you can step out and do amazing things because you've got power behind you. You don't worry about what people say. I mean, so many people worry about, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. But what will the next door neighbor say? And I, you know, to me, I don't care what anyone says. I know I'm on a path. I'm doing my very best for humanity. I don't have any anger. Don't believe in guns. That's just me personally. Uh, but I know that, you know, we can make a huge difference by the ceremonies and all the things we're doing. And, and it is happening. You know, I know it is, you know, so, um, so again, if you channel that right anger to something amazing, service to people instead of service to self, you can get out there and do amazing things. And if we all shifted it, you know, it, it, this planet, you know, this planet would shift. But like I say, there's only just probably over just over 2%. There's not 50 odd. There's not 60% people awaken. And, you know, it's up to us to help as much as possible. I mean, look at the work you're doing, right? It, it's amazing. You know, you're getting out there. You know, you're being I'm a trying. warrior. And I'm, I'm really try I'm, I'm trying to do it. I don't know. I, I want to help people. And. Are there any? You said you mentioned before that the Arcturians are involved. And my friend Joyce Keller, she's awesome, psychic medium. She's like, she always says that these Arcturians are hanging around. How do we communicate with these Arcturians? Because, you know, I'll just um, I'll tell you something that I tried doing. I think what happened was I had a few drinks and I was like, you know, I came up with this idea. It sounded like a good idea at the time. I don't know if this is a good idea though. I was like, you know, I'm I'm tired of asking these beings to communicate with me. I'm trying to ask them. Maybe they don't understand my uh, my information. So what I did is I actually took some writings and I converted into Morse code and it's going beep 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 so I'm like maybe they'll understand the beeps or something so is there any particular way that you think is, is an effective way of communicating uh, with these interdimensional beings and calling upon them for assistance yeah it took me I think it was about between four and six weeks complete meditation every single day and what they do is, it sounds probably ruthless, but but it's a fact. So what happens is, you know, if you if your soul's from Pallades and you're Palladian or Arcturian, Sumerian, Atlantarian, Lumerian, or you know, my point, I was Mikilzat. There's five Mikilzat beings here. So what I did is started meditating. Hmm, nothing happened. And I meditated again the next day, two hours, three hours, whatever. Nothing happened. And it got to like a week. Nothing happened. Then two weeks, three weeks. It took a while. Um, and I think, you know, it sounds brutal, but they don't, they don't waste their time for people who aren't committed. So they want to see you have the faith. Right, I'm going to do it. And then suddenly when they do communicate, it's like pff, everything breaks loose. Whoa. And things happen. You feel them. You can see them. So it, it just takes a bit of work, you know, um, it just doesn't come like that. Well, I want you to speak to me right now. You know. Well, um, I've been asking for years. Is there? I mean, I don't know. In your experience, I mean, I'm sorry to be that, that. Maybe this is a selfish question. This show is, of course, the show is all about the listeners. It's all about the. I have, I have <laughs> to. I have to ask. Is there anything in your perception that would explain why why these beings do not like wish to to contact me? Because it's like my wife says I'm annoying. She's like, you're friggin' annoying. She goes, no one wants to talk to you. I was like, well, I appreciate the honesty. Maybe, <laughs> and I'm thinking that maybe That's if you're on a tree, maybe you've got standards. Like, you know, we, no, we cannot get, we have standards. We, we have standards. We, we can't, we, if we talk to you, it'll diminish everything that we're doing. I mean, 
if that's the reason why I'll accept it, I just I would like to know why they don't want to communicate with me because I, I'm seriously I'm so open. I'm so open. Like I'm like, hey, you know, I, I've got I've got a little baby, but I've got five minutes here, six minutes here. I'm open to receiving the messages, but it's like, you know, what's the matter? You, you know, I don't know. Is there any particular reason? No, I just think it's, they want to see commitment, and I think they want to see you meditate for at least probably an hour a day. Might take a couple oh, of weeks. Dang. Might take a week. And if you did that every week, you'll find they'll start communicating. When they do, it'll change your life. Okay. You know? But they just want to see that commitment. It's like, you know, if you look at God's stuff, they always say, you know, God always uh, works at one second to twelve. You know, not twelve o'clock, one second. And you know, you're trying to do things, and suddenly that bill needs to come in or something happens and something always takes care of it if, if you're in divine alignment. And it's true, you know. I think it's that one second to 12. Just when you're losing the faith, well, they're not going to speak to me ever. It all switches on and bang, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. And then you can meditate with them. You can talk to them. And I think uh, it, it really helps because once you do that, it downloads your gifts. You know, your gifts to start downloading and then they get stronger. And, uh, you know, uh, you get more service. But... It does take a bit of time to communicate with them. Sure, I'd love to, you know, love to do that. All right, so it's just a minute. It's, 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 I don't know. It's well, an hour every day. If you did an, an hour, hour day. every day, um, I would guess probably in about two to three weeks doing it every day. And don't lose faith. Just, okay, I know you guys are listening, but you know, you're not there yet. Right, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, if you keep doing it until they show up, they'll test you one second to 12. Hey. And not a second before one. You think, oh, why are you doing that? Well, it's 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 about faith, you know. It's about really faith. Is. So what are the? I guess I want to say, I, so I'm just curious when you say about faith, like we have to have faith. Like what is it? Because we hear about it in religion. You know, it's like you have to have faith. You got to have faith. But what does it mean to have faith? Does it mean to to to, to trust that things are going to be okay? Is it mean to to trust that something is there that is not there? What is the essence, from your perspective, about faith? Well, I think it's actually stepping way outside that and knowing it's going to happen full stop, there is no doubt. And a lot of people, you can't have doubt of anything in your mind. For example, you know, if you've got if you've got a team of people with uh, whatever, guns, something, and they're in the street and, you know, you stand in front of them, if you have absolute faith, nothing will happen to you. As soon as you go, oh, my goodness, they're going to shoot at me, they'll shoot you. And that's, that's, that's the key to faith. But... It's very difficult. You can have no fear, and it takes time. You know, it really takes time. I call it surrender, or being in the God space, where you really let go of everything. You know, I mean, I have, I have no fear about anything because it's okay. You know, no fear of death, no fear of nothing because there is no death. You know, you move on, and you, you know, you get you get back to the God realm. You're having champagne there, thinking, "Yeah, I did the lifetime." There is no death. Uh, it's just it's just about navigating this. Uh, this third dimensional world, which is not easy. You know, I, I deal with it every day. I mean, I work, you know, healing sessions. We do about 6,000 a week with the wow. groups and specialized groups. It's, it's That's a lot product, of work productivity. every day. Wow, 6,000 well, a week. That's incredible. Yeah, 6,000 healing sessions a week. A lot of work. And, uh, you know, some people say, how do you do it? And the answer is, you just get on with it, you know, because I love doing it and I have a passion for it. And, you know, the generic groups, people can get on. You know, it, does it cost anything? If you want to make a donation, great. If you don't, then that's okay. And we do it because I know people are short of money, you know. So we do it three times a week. It's an hour session. Like I said, it's streamed on YouTube, streamed on Facebook. And we do it on Zoom as well, so you can register for it. And 
that's really helped people through this through this because it's releasing that emotion it's giving them energy it's working on the intestines because people have got intestinal issues all these things are caused by the build-up of emotion thousands and thousands tens of thousands of layers way too much for a human being that's why we're all sick effectively when you look at this matrix and it seems more and more people are getting wrapped up in it. It feels like a technocratic nightmare. Like they want to chip people. They want to have everyone kind of get into the system and, and then be controlled. Is there a weak point in this matrix? Is there anything that would indicate to you that this matrix is going to fail? It's going to collapse? Or is it only going to get stronger? Because monitoring alternative media, monitoring mainstream media, it seems that this matrix is getting stronger. And not necessarily because it is, but because people seem to perceive it or they're not resisting it. And that is what is of greater cause of concern for me. So I'm curious, what do you see things and feel things? My opinion is that I think people, I think it's getting really weak. I think, first of all, uh, they've got some interesting people that have come up against them. Uh, that are standing their ground, so they're not really getting anywhere. They keep trying things on, and they fail. They try something else, they fail. And now, you know, I think the mainstream media, the the listenership has plummeted uh, so profoundly that I think there's new uh, media outlets that are truthful, you know, and the truth seekers will not go back to these uh, media people. So, and you know, the other thing about it is is this is that. Of course, when their backs to the wall, they do stupid things. People always do it. You know, they run around, oh, my goodness, let's try this, let's try that. And so it's all happening at the moment, and big mistakes happen. So I think they're getting weaker and weaker because they have a fear of people waking up. They have a fear of what's happening and the control. You know, I'm not into, uh, I'm not into politics at all. You know, I don't believe in politics. But uh, what I can say is that um, the things that are lining up, I think, are going to be really good because it's going to shift this deep state. Uh, it's a huge process. It's a huge, huge thing to undertake. And I think, you know, I see it happening for sure. And when, before you became a channeler, and the medium, how did you get involved in this? This is something that you always felt when you were a kid. Is it say, how did you? Yeah, did you... That, yeah. Well, you know, when I was a child, I mean, I saw Anunnaki first. First time I saw a being, you know, Anunnaki, which is pretty dark, a reptilian thing in my room. You know, when I was four, oh my goodness, you know, and uh, I shouted at my father because oh he couldn't see it, and that that was the introduction. Like, oh, I can see things that other people can't. So. I learned to modulate it, but I've always had a huge inner strength. If I believe in something, I'm going to do it full stop. There's there's no talking, you know, talk is cheap to me. Let's get on with it. And, uh, you know, that's my plan now. And, you know, doing healings for people, holding the space, doing ceremonies, doing meditations, the whole thing is to actually help people navigate because, you know, a lot of people said, wow, without these healings, I'd be really in trouble. And it's really helped them because it, it kind of creates kind of a community, you know, of like-minded people as well. You know, how many times do I speak to people and say, well, I don't belong here? Well, no, you're a starseed. Of course you don't belong here, you know. Is that what it is? And I don't want to be here. Yeah, yeah. I never, think I never felt like I belonged here, ever. Ever. I feel like yeah. this, this is the strangest yeah. place in the world. Well, I don't belong here either, you know. But, so what are we doing here? Well, you know, yeah. why, 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 why can't? We, why, why do we come here? I mean, what, what, I mean it's, it's, it's like we couldn't just like what do like an online like learning course about what Earth is like. Did we have to come here to experience this? I think my higher <laughs> self isn't crazy. I think my higher self and I 
have a dispute, and my higher self's like, nah, the hell with you. You're going to incarnate. I, I don't know. It, it, can that be Well, it? what you need to do is, Ryan, speak to your higher self and say, look, this, this, this vacation thing that I booked down here is not that exciting. I want a refund. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, my, my son's here. I, 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 my son, I love my son. So I'm like, all right, he's, he's, he's what's keeping me here. And my wife, too. Please. And I like to make breakfast for, for my wife. So I guess my son making breakfast for my wife. I do things. But it's crazy. It's, sometimes, I know it's an illusion. Apparently it is an illusion. But, man, it, it's really difficult at times. And I just don't understand why it's got to be the uh, it's dark. If we come from a place where apparently there, there, there's, quote, unquote, there, there's God and there's, there's the source and it's all-knowing, all-divine, why do we, as perceptions of God or source, have to go through a, an illusion of separation, come here to learn what is the end-all, be-all game? What is the purpose of all this learning? Are we going to one day eventually separate as perceptions of source and become sources or gods onto our own? Is is source or god, you know, making siblings or making a legion of itself that in order for you to get to the point where God is, you've got to go through all these life incarnations? I'm just curious, what, what's, the pur- what's the purpose and what's the point? Well, the purpose of this classroom, and it was it was born with the Mekulzdet beings. There were so many Mekulzdet beings who helped police time-space continuum down here. But again, because if we will look at Atlantis, you know, what happens is the technology overtook them and they destroyed themselves. And now it's happened again. You know, when I will got uh, deep state people with the keys to a Ferrari from the Zeta Greys, the beings who gave them technology to abduct people and steal their body parts. That's been stopped. But... At the same time, now they've got the technology, they have no business using it because, or having it because they use it always for power and manipulation. You know, there's so much technology can be used for amazing things, but of course, you know, uh, and I think what's happened is it's gone too far south. So it's our job as, you know, starseeds and, you know, you guys listen out there, if you don't belong here, you know, you think, well, what, you know, even at these small age, like, I, I don't fit in. Well, you don't because you're not from here. But always remember that, you know, when they wanted volunteers to come down here, you got in God's queue, yeah, I want to do it, you know, and then you get down here, you think, oh, my goodness, what was I thinking? But but actually, you can live in the heaven or hell on earth. This is heaven or hell. There's, there's no such thing in the God realm. It's right here. And I think stepping out the matrix, being in your own space, doing your own thing, um, and, you know, again, within your own within your own circle of people who hold the space for you. I mean, I've got people who think I'm nuts. Well, that's okay. You know, carry I on. think you're nuts I at all. Care. I think you're one of the most level-headed sounding people. It's wonderful. You have no idea what a psychological boost it is for people to hear someone like you explain this. You've got such a you know, calm energy, too. Because like yeah, some people, when I they mean, talk about you, this, they get like yeah, really upset. speak to my father. I mean, he's a, can I dare say, a crabby old shit. <laughs> I phoned up the other day, he'd be like, you told your daughter not to take a vaccine. No, 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 no. I said, I didn't say that. I said, if you listened to the conversation, what you would have heard is, look, the vaccine's got all sorts of stuff in it, so go research it. If you're happy with injecting that into your body, I'll hold the space and love you anyway. I mean, I love you anyway, of course, but I'll hold the space and I'll honor your decision for your body. You know, it's nothing to do with me. But please do the research first. And well, you know, and I said, okay. And I set boundaries with him. He's 86, and he's been crabby all my life. But that's a, that's another story. So I think you know it's so important to set boundaries and keep people who really love you, who really get you. We've got an amazing amount of people around us. You know, 
not a huge amount, but, you know, family, my wife's family who really get me, you know, and therefore you don't have to explain anything. They get it. And, and that's, that's a huge blessing in itself. But Mac, we just have two more quick questions for you. One of them is you mentioned the Anunnaki before, and I've heard about this before. Apparently this, this uh, race, I don't know if it created humanity or, or is manipulating humanity. I'm curious about them, if they are currently uh, winning, if they're currently you know, in, the, in the later stage of fully destroying humanity, because I heard there are other forces out there that are fighting against it. My friend Gerald Salente, who really, ne- who's a, publisher of the Trends Journal said that what is happening right now as far as uh, the vaccines and the mask wearing, he said it is an intelligence that is far beyond human and far darker than human. So what oh, is yeah. your perspective yeah. on that? Is, uh, what is happening? Are we being interfered with by a master, by an alternative race? Absolutely. So what's happened is people think, oh, it's a deep state. They, they all have to power and control the money. No, nah, it's, uh, it's way beyond that. They're just the puppets. The, the beings above that is called Luciferians, Anarchy, and Draconians, which are one of the darkest beings. Luciferians and, and Draconians are on the same level. You know, for example, the Draconians eat uh, live beings. So that's why a lot of children go missing. And they're fed them, you know, from the deep state people. They live underground in massive caverns. They can't breathe too much oxygen. So let's uh, connect the dots. Why would you want uh, Mr. Gates uh, to uh, start spewing uh, lots of particles in the air, um, in the upper atmosphere, to block out the sun? Oh, that would be because we want to reduce the oxygen level. Because these beings want to come from underneath the Earth up, and they want to be in control. And so that's why the deep state people are, you know... um, and, you know, Gates is on the reptilian line. A lot of these people are. Pelosi, all these people, these deep state people, go back on the reptilian lineage. And so um, it is a reptilian or luciferian, whatever you want to call it, archon agenda. And it's a whole psyop. Make them sick and, you know, then we can make loads of money out of them. That's the agenda down here, the deep state. But it goes way beyond that. It's, it's a reptilian agenda. And people don't realize that. These, these people down here, um, you know, there's far more powerful beings trying to control this planet um, and using puppets like, you know, all the deep state people to make it happen. Jeez, do we have any, we have anyone to fight back? I mean, are we, are we done? I mean, do we have any alt, alt, like race that, of beings that is against them that could kind of turn the tide? Because I, I, at this point, uh, I, I don't know if human, I don't, I don't see humanity collectively speaking, standing up. I, I feel like we need a bit of a, of a boost, not to say that we won't do the heavy lifting, but you know, I think we need to have an evil, um, even level playing field. Well, we are, and, and that's what's happening. And that's why the Starseed people, with uh, with the inner strength to be able to take this on, are taking it on. For example, our project, you know, putting these pyramids down here. Think about the reptilians, the low vibration. If you power up this planet with too, too much energy, they'll either have to leave or they won't be able to live here. They'll perish. So uh, that's up to them. But that's why this project is so critical, and that's why it's happening. And what I question I have for you is, what is the one word or affirmation that a person can say on a regular basis that would call in the most divine beings for protection, for guidance, and for wisdom? Um. Well, we have 
various, in quotes, prayers. I don't like the word prayer because it sounds Christian. Maps of intent. And there's many. And, and I think what you need to do is meditate. And when you meditate, I mean, I do have a really good, um, uh, a good affirmation, which I love. And that is goes like this. Um, it says, I am divine love and wisdom, and I am worthy of all the abundance God has in, forth, in store for me, full stop, there is no doubt. That's a great affirmation to follow, but in terms of connection, it, it takes time. Uh, it's, it's about, uh, you know, releasing emotion. It's about getting your vibration up. Once you get your vibration up, you'll shift into a completely new place, and you'll be leaping out of bed and going, oh, my God, I feel incredible. You'll be empowered, and nothing, nothing will stop you, and you'll have... And that goes along with faith. You know, empowerment is faith because you'll step out. You don't worry about anything because nothing matters. What matters is what you do and how you're going to be uh, not service to self but service to others. And that's a, that's a key. Dr. Christopher Macklin, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Let me make sure I get the best website for you. Founder of the Global Enlightenment Project. Learn more about him by going to his website at globalenlightenmentproject.com. Dr. Macklin, we will post links to your books and links to your services. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, Ryan, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Bless you. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Out of Limits of the Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our awesome guest, Dr. Christopher Macklin, and special thanks, as always, to our virtues. Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Ms. Constance Stellis, and our associate producer, Jenny Lamisa. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Truth, please go to our website at outerlimitsradio.com. And until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take care, and thank you so much for listening.